Keep your sentences short. You can even use bullet points. For example, if you're sending an email to someone regarding a canceled meeting that's scheduled for this Friday, be sure to include the bottom line in the top line, also known as the subject line. It may read something like this, Friday meeting canceled. Whereas you don't want to just write Friday meeting in the subject line, expecting that the person is going to open the email to get the rest of the message as the person who is direct might not open it until Thursday, the day before the meeting. Now, once you've written the header or the attention grabber, go ahead and use brief bullet points inside the body of the email, reiterating the first point that the meeting is canceled. The second point could be the proposed new date or dates, and the third bullet point a call to action for them to let you know which date is preferred and if either is unavailable. Bottom line here, if you want direct people to actually read what you write, remember that less is more. Yeah, the less time it takes a direct person to read your correspondence, the more likely they are to read it. So get to the point, be brief, be brilliant, clear, and accurate, and then be gone. Let's move now to the second personality style, writing to the analytical person. Use all of the rules I just listed for the direct person, plus a few more. So far, you've grabbed the attention of your reader with your header or subject line. Now, you're moving into the body of the email. Being linear and sequential is extremely important here. Instead of just bullet points, I want you to think outline format. You know, Roman numeral 1, point A, point B, subpoint 1, 1A, 1B. Now, remember, even though this is an informal email, when addressing the analytical person, this is not the time to be cutesy or random. So we don't want to address them in our style. What we do want to do is address them in their style. Do progress in a logical, linear manner. And don't jump around or mix your metaphors. For example, do give the logical reasons why the meeting for Friday has been canceled. Do apologize for the inconvenience this may cause the analytical person, especially the inconvenience on their time. Don't go into personal details as to your level of frustration or your feelings about the facts. Remember, analyzers respond best to logic and reason, not feelings and emotions. So do address the facts. The best way to remember this is to think of the TV personality Joe Friday from the show Dragnet. He was famous for this saying, Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. It's a good way to remain analytical, even if this isn't your dominant style. All right, we've talked about the do's and don'ts of informal writing when writing to people who are direct, as well as writing to people who are more analytical. Let's move now to the third style, social extroverts. When it comes to writing to social extroverts, generally speaking, they're generally speaking. They tend to be more auditory in their communication style and oftentimes would prefer to hear it or see it rather than read it. So if you're getting frustrated because this type of personality is either calling you on the phone or wanting to meet in person to discuss anything you write them, remember, social extroverts gain more understanding when they can picture or see or have an audible conversation regarding what you're talking about. If possible, copy-paste graphics or pictures into the email to make your point, or send a spoken email or voicemail. 
If these aren't options for you, then keep the rules as already listed, beginning with your subject line as your attention getter, then format the email in a linear, logical manner, and then for the social extrovert, emphasize your text by using one or more of the following formats, such as bold, italics, or highlight. Yes, I realize that bolding a document or some letters or some words or italicizing something or even going back through your email and highlighting something takes a little extra effort on your part. And again, I go back to the reason this is important and that is to communicate clearly to your recipient and actually get them to read what you're writing. As I mentioned earlier, it is your responsibility as the sender to communicate to all four personality styles. Just like if you were going to four different countries that spoke four unique languages. You'd learn enough of each language to get where you needed to go. And yes, it does take a little extra time and effort, but in the end...